Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. While transporting delegates to a peace conference, a strange energy being comes aboard the Enterprise. Soon, the mystery of the entity takes the ship off course and claims the life of a crewman. From October 31st, 1987, it's Season 1, Episode 6, The Lonely Among Us, or The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Christ. I'm Cam, that's Dan, and we are the Met Generation. I, I'm not sure, but is this our first crewman death? It Ooh, is. Ooh, I knew it. Also, happy Halloween, Happy Dan. Halloween. Murder is in the air. Murder. <laughs> yeah, it... it, it <laughs> Unintentional, but murder. It felt like a, uh, a Halloween episode, and I was just waiting for Data to put on a full Sherlock Holmes costume, which he didn't. Thank God. But I know that's coming, so just... <laughs> but it's in the holodeck, so it's Exactly. Fun. The holodeck solves a lot of problems. And causes some more. Mm-hmm. God, a personal holodeck would just be a terrible idea. Yep. The things I would get up to. Such terrible things. I saw a Star Trek comedian once. That's and a he... thing? <laughs> At, at conventions it is awesome. and I wasn't there personally it was just a video but he was talking about being a teenager and having access to a holodeck <laughs> that is like our dear Mr. Crusher oh god <laughs> and they would be and so he did a Picard impression and said you need to speak to Counselor Troy and, and then he was like why she's in here uh, <laughs> you know no. It's just very dark and very, you know, it's, it really brings up a whole, a whole set of moral quandaries that we don't have to think about right now. The non-consensual use of your image is something that we're familiar with, but this is not just image. This is a recreation of you, you know, mm-hmm. a fully functional recreation of you. They get into it later and we touch on it and we can talk about it then, but still. Yeah. Okay. The thing. Yes, the thing. On Stardate 41249.3, the Enterprise is en route to the planet Parliament, which delegates from two warring planets in the Beta Renner system, the Reptilian Soleil and the Canine, or Mammalian, just something, Antikins, or as I like to say, Snakes and Mongooses. Yes, thank you. When the ship encounters a strange energy cloud. Unseen by the crew, Lieutenant Worf is hit by a strange energy discharge, and the ship passes as the ship passes through the cloud, causing him to become violent. Dr. Crusher sedates Worf and brings him to sickbay, but is also infused with the energy as she examines his body. Crusher begins to act oddly to those around her and goes to the bridge, asking questions about the ship's navigational functions. When she questions Lieutenant Commander Data... At one of the science stations, the energy sparks between her and the console, leaving her confused as to why she is on the bridge. The ship suddenly begins to malfunction, and Captain Picard sends Assistant Engineer Singh 
played by Kavi Raz, to investigate the cause. Singh is later found dead near a computer link, and Picard orders a murder investigation, considering the alien delegates, the snakes and the mongooses, to be prime suspects. Data investigates the murder in a manner of fictional detective Sherlock Holmes, and determines that the delegates were not responsible. Meanwhile, Counselor Troy uses hypnosis on both Warmth and Warmth, Warf and Crusher, finding that both recall being invaded by some entity during their blackouts. The ship suddenly drops out of warp again, and Picard investigates the readout at the bridge console. The strange energy transfers into him. The bridge crew becomes suspicious of Picard's actions after noting that all Enterprise systems are back to normal, and that Picard has ordered them to return to the cloud. The senior officers attempt to plead with Picard to undergo a medical examination and to step down from command, but he refuses. When they return to the cloud, Picard announces that they have picked up an entity previously when they passed through, and now Picard and the entity are one. Under its influence, Picard plans to transport himself back into the cloud, and he becomes a fucking Sith Lord and shoots energy at the bridge crew crew when they try to stop him. The crew are unable to prevent Picard from beaming off the ship and spend hours trying to locate him to no avail. They are forced to accept that he is beyond recovery and prepare to leave. Except at the last minute! (laughs) Troy senses the captain's essence nearby, and Picard manages to signal the crew through the ship's computers. Data is able to reverse transport, reconstituting Picard without the entity. After determining that Picard is himself again, Lacking the memories since he was taken over by the entity, the Enterprise continues on to Parliament. And so ends Lonely Among Us. This episode, in my estimation, Mm -hmm. was the handshake between the next generation and the original series. What makes you say that? Well, the entity and the anomaly in space and picking that up and how that wreaked havoc on things was very next generation. The conflict between the delegates was very original series. It was. It had a journey to Babel feel. Yes. Yes, it did. 100%. Which is not coincidental, because both episodes were written by dear our dear DC, DC Fontana. Fontana. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I need to rewrite my homes in Montana and make it about DC Fontana. <laughs> oh. She might like that. Yeah. She also might hate it. She also might know. be like, what? I can't hear. I'm old. <laughs> Sing it again, <laughs> Sam. She doesn't sound like that at all, but... <laughs> what does she sound like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Drooling slightly as she writes her hot, hot, clicky types. Yeah, yeah. Hot. That's, that's also not what, not what she sounds like. That was a good episode, by the way. It was a great That episode. was really fun. I had a great time. <laughs> I just... I, the, we switched it to the drug stuff so effortlessly, I couldn't pull it out and put it at the end. I was like, I'll just leave it there. So then I just, I just had to do, do your todays. <laughs> Today! Clicky tech. Like, I'm like, I'm not even going to correct that one. I'm going to keep it switched to the mono. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Anyways. Um, anyway. 
<laughs> Cameron, what did you love about this episode? I loved the things that I always love about DC Fontana episodes, which is the witty dialogue. And just the, I mean, the characters really, really develop under her flourish. And I loved, I loved the acting. I loved the, where the fuck am I? That we got to see three different times Mm -hmm. from three very different characters. Um, I love that we got to see the dress uniforms for the first Mm -hmm. time. Mm Mm-hmm. Which are awesome. They are and I also very love that, Yeah. I also love that Picard was turned into a fucking Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. That makes me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just... I mean, it felt very well structured. And even though the conflict between the snakes and the mongoose felt rather silly, it was just a nice... It, it was a really nice B-plot because it was entertaining but not stressful whereas the a flop was was very stressful mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. know what i mean Vern? what did you love about this episode dan i um enjoyed seeing the enterprise function as a diplomatic vessel even if the diplomats were pretty cartoonish um i really appreciated that everyone on the ship is essentially vegan because they're just eating replicated meat and they, and they Mm -hmm. shamed others for killing animals. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's something I agree with. Would you eat replicated meat? Sure. I've, I'm, I will state that, um, when they, when the lab grown meat is, uh, available, uh, in a consumer capacity, you know, where they, they've like taken a sample from a cow and then grown it in a Petri dish, essentially. I will try mm-hmm. it. Um, but I don't, I don't think I'll consume it on any sort of regular basis just because uh, you don't need it for health reasons. I like, I, there's no reason to eat this, <laughs> but I'd just be curious to be like, yeah, that I want to, I want to try lab grown meat. I think that I don't have any moral objection to it. Um, but, the plant so special occasions. Yeah, just uh, I honestly, you know, I don't really miss it that much, you know. I just I eat a lot of really fucking good food. If you uh, are curious about what I eat, you can go to the website not like not like mama dot com. That's my wife's food blog. So there's there's a plug, baby. She's an incredible <laughs> whole food plant based cook. And that is the most earnest I'm going to get on this episode. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed Wesley and uh, the doctor's dynamic a little bit. They felt some nice mo- uh, mother-son bonding going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was very pleasant. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> with the entity. Um, hops around and is and is hiding within things it was interesting and compelling mystery and i did um i will say uh who plays data what's his name brent spiner brent spiner did such a convincing job with the sherlock holmes shtick that it didn't bother me very much like he was so into it and so committed that my you know my hackles were raised but i was like oh okay this is this is fu- this is fun in an earnest way that isn't yes. that isn't too 
shticky. And you know I love my shtick, but you can't both take yourself super fucking seriously and have all the shtick in the world. You don't get to you don't get to do that. <laughs> you can have shtick or or no shtick. Uh, you can eat right? it. <laughs> we tried the carrot. Now let's give them the shtick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, adore the dress uniforms. I know already said that, but um, I think the death of um, Engineer Singh, right, mm-hmm. was kind of surprising. I was like, I didn't think people were going to die in this series. And he's not even wearing a red shirt. Um, yeah, that brings up something that we should have probably should have discussed before but uh red shirts after the original series are not well i mean after the movies because everyone was a red shirt in the Mm -hmm. movies except for the first one but uh secure security is no longer in red right no um red is command now and so yellow is ops and security and engineering and blue is medical yep so science is within ops and engineering. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we've gone. Well, I mean, tech. It depends. Some scientists wear blue, but mm. and some doctors yeah. are made of light. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah. So medical and science are now blue, but mostly medical. Gotcha. Um, and ops, engineering, security are yellow, and command is red. Yeah. Um. I think so. We had our first yellow shirt we had death. Our first yellow Sorry, shirt. Continue. Death. No, I think the the mystery angle was fun. Um, the entity never really getting explained was great. I really loved when it was one with Picard. That was the best. Um, their mutual yeah. desire to explore um, was really cool. I think that 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 yeah. made sense. Um, Peace Duke can act. Peace Duke can act. I was like, oh my God, you're really good. You should like do <laughs> Shakespeare or something. Mm-hmm. You're like really good though. Like, like, totes. like, has anyone told you that? Um, like, do you know? Do you know how good you are? Um, I, I think that this episode allowed for some fun character moments. Um, and, a good ship's mystery. The the delegate stuff got a little uh, annoying, where it was just sort of like we hate each other. Ah, we've got a we got weapons and we hate each other. And I was like, you're doing nothing for me here. <laughs> we've got a glow stick pool grabby thing, yeah, right? <laughs> I was I was like, what are you a dog catcher? What is that? And then Riker said, "What the yeah. hell? What the hell?" <laughs> I hope we get that from everyone. Yeah. At least everyone once. should say "What the hell?" At least what? once. I want to hear "What the hell?" <laughs> I want to hear Troy say it. <laughs> what the <Yeah>. hell? <laughs> uh, uh, I just want a montage of every character saying "Shut up, Wesley." I know it's only Picard <laughs> who says it, but nope, that's not true. Oh yes, I'm sure I can imagine Riker saying it. <laughs> uh, maybe Data. To quote the captain, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll just have to wait and see. Maybe we can have a shut up, Wesley counter. Yeah. I think that the 
overall structure, the story, the entity was great. It doesn't mean there weren't problems, though. <laughs> no. No. I, That's very I true. kind of loved it, but I also hated when the entity first went into Wharf. His reaction was so ridiculous. <laughs> it just, he was the only one where he looked legitimately electrocuted. Everyone else, it was like, oh, and now I'm here. <laughs> Wow! But he he could he he set the tone, and then nobody nobody else went with that. <laughs> He's like, "You all watched my scene. You saw how I did it. Now I look dumb." <laughs> Klingons aren't good at the juice, I guess. Or yeah, I you could be like, "Well, it's Klingon biology." I'm like, "Whatever. It could go from a computer to a living organism. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, really. I can't stress enough how much I hated the delegates. They were just stupid. They made me they made me angry. They were fun at times, but I was like, when you have an A plot and a B plot and there's no real overlap except as a mystery redirect, um the only thing they did was add a little bit of complication um for data to to get to have his his homes moment i mean i think this is an uh, i think uh this story would have been better suited with more human-like entities do you know what i mean mm. where some of our previous episodes could have been fixed with uh with a way <laughs> way less human alien these if they were more human i think it would have been a more interesting conflict yeah, or if their conflict had really boiled over because it felt very spy versus spy, Roadrunner, Coyote. It felt very cartoonish. And I was like, they killed yeah. someone in the hall. And at the end of the episode, Picard's like, can you wait a second? I am talking to Riker. I don't want to hear about the <laughs> about the blood you found in the hallway of my ship. I've just been through <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and it's car- Captain, it's car- uh, Yeah, that will never <laughs> come out. It's going to take six weeks. <laughs> Do you know what color their blood is? <laughs> it's piss yellow. It's awful. And it smells like ammonia. You know what? It's just pee. I'm sorry. It's never mind. <laughs> Someone got drunk. I uh, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, that that was a that was a moment where I was like, "Well, Picard, that's not a reasonable reaction. I know you just came back from like the brink of nothingness, I guess." <laughs> That whole fucking shit. <laughs> we transported him away, but left his, just sent him his energy, didn't rematerialize him to the ether, and we got him back. <laughs> and now there's matter. I'm like, I, this is everything I hate about the transporter. <laughs> I mean, I can defend that. And Please. I will. But, uh, I just wanted to say real quick that we got to see on this episode the very first pads ever invented. The very first what? Pads. 23 years before the iPad came out, we got to see them on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, that is not what I thought you were talking about. I was like, Cameron, (laughs) they had pads for years. They had pads before they had tampons. Come on. No, no. P-A-D-D. Ah. 
which they basically are iPads. They're militarized so that if you drop them or they fly out of your hand when the ship goes, whoa, that it doesn't break, you know, it doesn't fracture. And I don't think they... they, Like our iPads. Right, and they don't charge you separately for the pencil because what the fuck? It should just come with that. It should just come with a pencil. Fucking Apple. Anyway, so in regard to the transporter, um, they, uh, they do always store your pattern. That is just the nature of the beast. They always store your pattern just in case. Just in case something goes horribly wrong. So they have something to compare it to when you come back. That's how they're able to do... But then what's you know, the you coming back? Like... Well, his his energy... I mean, they would have been able to rematerialize his body, but it would have been an automaton because he, you know, he was not there. But he, because he was energy and was able to transfer himself through the systems the same way, he went into the pattern buffer and merged with his pattern. Okay, I will grant you that. What is the he you're referring to then? His brainwave patterns? His soul? What is being energized that went off there? Well, when... I mean, a transporter technically turns your whole body into energy. Gotcha. That's that's what it does. It converts, I mean, right. in this right. universe, it converts you into energy, sends it somewhere else, and then rematerializes you. Right. But it, it delineates between your physical form, because they said they didn't send that, they just sent energy over. Mm-hmm. And your your mind, your 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 essence your being your whatever like i mean you don't cease to exist it's not like i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) there you are leonard um no it just it essentially changes form i'll uh i'll continue to harangue you about this but we can put a pin in that's fine now uh, was there anything that really chapped your ass about this episode? <laughs> I, 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 I really, really hated both the designs for the aliens, but especially the Antikins. And apparently it was a whole thing where they didn't have time to make them, you know, out of normal things like latex. And so it was just these giant, incredibly heavy masks that didn't do anything you know just that you could see a mouth moving inside of and i always hate that i hate when i hate when you can only see a mouth moving inside unless it's consciously two mouths you know a mouth inside of a mouth like alien it just made me angry yeah it just made me unbelievably angry (laughs) i mean i thought i thought the soleils had more potential Mm -hmm. but (laughs) You know, oh, look, it's a cobra face. (laughs) Snake eyes. Snake eyes. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just thought that, I thought that the actual script of their interactions was great. It had so much potential, but I think it was honestly the execution of the alien design that made it so cartoony. And so... Just... Also, do you think Yar would really be surprised about the killing of animals? She grew up on a pretty fucking rough planet. I thought that was also kind of ridiculous that she was like, you know, confused about their food. I'm like, come on. You you know, this isn't this. It wasn't as dumb as like 
the crew of the Enterprise not understanding how money works when they end up in the 1980s. But it was maybe she was maybe she was just it's not that they didn't understand how money works. They understood that they needed some. They just didn't understand the logistics of worth. Mm -hmm. Value is all perception. (laughs) It is all perception. Anyway, they (laughs) I think maybe well, I mean, in my head canon, she was just doing she was portraying her frustration already as confusion. Oh, what? <laughs> this episode uh had a couple of nice moments and a couple of shitty weird what's but over overall it was a, a rather enjoyable time, but um it felt a little unfocused until we really got into our stride with peace do. Um Mm-hmm. But there was still, when he went into the computer and made a P for Picard, I was like, oh, fuck it. Come on. <laughs> a P well, what would you for rather Picard. Have him do? I would have rather he just came back. I, like he did, there was, he in no way needed their help. He made his way to the transporter on his own. So there was no reason for him to tell them I'm here. They didn't help him out at all. He just, he. I mean, they reactivated the transporter. That's fine, but which he couldn't have done. So he had to be like P for Picard. That was just it was, and then he has no memory of it of any of it. But I'm like, man, you you ripped away the chance for P Stu to do a beautiful soliloquy about the nature of existence and being an energy being and out in space. Like, how great would that have been to fucking hear? <sighs> no soliloquies. This is the next generation. Right? No. It's... <laughs> that was strictly a Kirk yeah, thing. right? Instead of, you know, him having his dramatic moment or whatever, he's just going to go and get assimilated in, like, five seasons, I think. Not five seasons. Four? Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to something scary. I want the Borg, God damn it! I want <laughs> Borg Ferengi. <laughs> you will be assimilated oh, no. unless you can make us a better offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's the most you thing that you've said since we've started the next generation oh thank you well i'm i'm picking up on little things i don't i don't have a great feel for all the characters yet because they're all just so goddamn pleasant to each other i'm like someone just needs to be where's the the leonard spock conflict that's what i'm missing right now is like two people that just rub each other the wrong way this is such a harmonious bridge crew I need just a little more, you know, I need conflict. So far, the reason I love Peace Do the most is because he's kind of a dick, and it's great. <laughs> he's just, he's he's a little, he's a little gruff. He's a little abrasive, and it's wonderful. Um, but he does, you know, he asks everyone's opinion, which is a very not Kirk thing to do. <laughs> That's true. This is my ship. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> uh, we miss you, Bell. <laughs> Wait, did he die? <laughs> no. Oh, God. No. I hope never. No, never. I hope he also drinks Romulan blood and <laughs> puts it right in his cock. Oh, God. Some days. <laughs> oh, he's, he'll be so- <laughs> Put it in my cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. So good. 
it's a good episode, man. <laughs> it was a great yeah. one. Oh, now we're congratulating ourselves on air. Good, Pat good. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> good. Look at, Listen to how funny we think we are. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said God complex for first, and I was like, I do have a God complex, but it's one of the lesser gods, like Helios. I just think I carry the sun across the sky in my chariot. <laughs> it's a very specific God complex. Yes. Oh, Cameron. <laughs> Wait, didn't Apollo do that? I know. <laughs> no, Helios did. They are different I know. gods, Cameron. I know. Don't come at me with I'm Greek aware. mythology. I'm gonna. Well, Cameron, uh, let's quote this motherfucker. Let's. Oh, he uses a contraction in this episode. He does. Although maybe he's he's quoting Sherlock, so it's okay. It's elementary, my dear Riker. Sir. <laughs> so, Worf, why the interest in this? It's just routine maintenance on sensor assemblies. Simple, Geordi. Our captain wants his junior officers to learn, learn, learn. <laughs> oh, man. The immortal Sherlock Holmes would have had an interesting view of our mystery, I believe. But I'm afraid we're going to have to find our solution without history's greatest consulting detective. Holmes. Holmes? <laughs> a mystery is only a mystery as long as it remains uninvestigated, sir. Oh, Data. Oh, Data. <laughs> Sestar. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong species. <laughs> <laughs> it does get a little sticky, but I love that line. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong species. species. Snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they really needed Harry Potter to speak some parcel tongue to these bastards. <laughs> and then the snake speaks in, speaks with a lot of S's. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Clicky types. Clicky types. <laughs> Ah, uh, I admit some of my people are impulsive, and we all have reason to hate the Soleil. Mm -hmm. They appear to have the same feelings about you, sir. Ah, uh, the nature of politics. <laughs> what the devil am I doing here? Sounds like our captain. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> 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 Woo! Woo! <laughs> Please, are you Jean-Luc? He is here. The Jean-Luc I know, and more. <laughs> the more ah. frightens me, and elates us. We wish you could understand the glorious adventure ahead. And you soon will both be home. The problem is that one of the cooks has just been asked to broil reptile for the Antikins, and it looks like the Soleil Delicate. Murder! <laughs> so much blood on the carpet. We must fall back on the old axiom that when other contingencies fail, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. And everyone looks at him and just goes, boo, boo. <laughs> They're all like, you suck, Data. It bothers me <laughs> to no end that he's not Datum. 
<laughs> Datum. Yeah, he's one guy. It should be a singular. Datum. Data's plural. Well, you know, can't win them all. You can blame Gene Roddenberry for I that. I will. Him and his goddamn clicky types. <laughs> so does it bother you that it's data and not data as well? Yeah, you know, that's just a pronunciation error. This is a conjugation error. Ooh, conjugation. Well, is it even? It's not conjugation because it's not a verb. It's a plurality. <laughs> well, we have loved it, hated it, and quoted it. So what would you like to rate this puppy, Dan? Oh, how? What What sort of system? Hmm. 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 <laughs> broiled Antican delegates? <laughs> I mean, broiled Soleil delegates? Yeah, broiled, uh, broiled Soleil delegates. <laughs> I would give it three broiled Soleil delegates. Mm-hmm. Not... I mean, definitely not a perfect episode, but I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Yeah. I give it like uh, yeah. 2.75. Wow. You've increased it to like, you know, a 0.25 instead of half to a whole point. It, it, I'm starting to wonder about you, Daniel Well, Barry. it pissed me <laughs> off, but, uh, you know, concessions must be made. Oh. <laughs> uh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, folks, you can join us back here next time for Justice. It's the name of the next episode. It's called Justice. <sighs> it's going to be so good. Hooray. Well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and now rated it. So there's just one last thing for me to do. And that's to tell you all to not just have a great week, but make it so. Keep on trucking. You know, you've you've waited on people. You know. Oh. Oh, you don't like it? I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I instead I just go. Was there something confusing about how it was written in the menu where it described all the things that are that come with it, the things you say you don't like? Was that hard for you to read? <laughs> Remember when I asked if you had any questions? Remember that before we all got disappointed and upset? Yeah. Yep. Fuck yep. people. <laughs> this is what happens when you run out of fucks to give with the general public. Yes. It's very refreshing, actually. Oh, the gen- general public. Um... <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.